<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hello, hello, Anchor Moms uh, fans and listeners. We hope you're fans. Um, This Mm -hmm. week, we are sitting down with Evan Donovan. He is an anchor and a reporter and an anchor dad, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, in Tampa Bay. He used to work here uh, at WLOS in Asheville with us. And since then, his career, but more importantly, his family has just totally exploded. If you knew Evan back in the day, you never would have envisioned um, this dad life, family life that he has. And so it's really fun for us to sort of sit down and talk to him, those of us who have known him for a couple of years, and just see how it's all evolved and just hear his thoughts and perspectives on things. Yeah, it's fun to get a guy's perspective, too, every now and again. exactly. Listen in to Evan. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, so we are joined by Evan Donovan. If you are a Western North Carolina person, you may recognize that name. Um, he spent some time here at our station at WLOS. He's a former co-worker. Evan, you were the weekend morning anchor um, and reported while you were here in Asheville. Fond memories? <laughs> oh, incredibly fond. I miss Asheville all the time and all of Western North Carolina. I really love the people, the culture. I'm from Raleigh originally, so North Carolina is home for me. And I especially miss having four different seasons because Florida only has two, maybe one and a half. Summer, <laughs> yeah. it's so, hot. It's like so, hot and every other time of the year. Yeah. yeah. So catch people up. Where are you now and what do you do at your new station? Yeah, so I am in uh, Tampa, uh, Florida. Uh, technically, the whole market is Tampa Bay, so Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater. And I am uh, still the weekend anchor, so I have been working at 3 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays for oh. eight years now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's a long oh time. God, I didn't know it was that long. That's a long, yeah. long time. Um, but I actually also took this job down here because I had the opportunity to be the political reporter, and Florida is such a crucial political state yeah. that mm-hmm. – uh, yeah, it really it really was a great opportunity. I love politics, and so I also host a weekly political show, uh, and that's really fun. Okay, so listen, I we need to we'd be remiss if we didn't mention this that you're so while you were here um, at the ABC affiliate in Asheville, your wife, your future wife at the time, yes. was also in the market uh, working at I guess I don't know is WSBI Spartanburg I guess is is yes. the most accurate. So she was the weekday morning anchor um, at the CBS affiliate uh, in, in town our market. in our market mm-hmm. in our same market. Yeah, and you guys were dating right when you came here. Yes or no? Remind me. Yes. That's okay. right. Yeah, okay. we were. We were. Yep. Okay. So then you guys, um, you continued to date. You got engaged. You got married here in Asheville. Um, we did. And then, and then you moved. And, beca- and remind me, yeah, because you had your first baby in, in Florida, Florida, right? 
We did. Okay. Yeah, we actually moved down here because I got this opportunity, and Tracy was ready to get her name's Tracy Early. For those of you who don't, yes. uh, who might remember yeah. her, um, yeah, she was on uh, on our SPA on on the CBS station, and she she was just ready to get out. She'd been in the business for like fifteen years. And as all of you know, and as listeners of the show probably know, like it really wears on you after a while. What? So, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, no. <laughs> and, um, and so she was ready to get out and we wanted to start a family. You know, we weren't getting any younger. I took forever to get married because I wasn't sure that I wanted to. And so she had to leave a couple of <laughs> times to spur me on. And so, so when, when that finally worked um, and we knew we were getting married, we knew we wanted a family right away. We both love kids and we wanted kids. And so... Um, so we moved down here and I moved down here, Hurricane Irma. Um, so I actually interviewed down here and got stuck during Hurricane yeah. Irma. And I went oh on the air for my current station before I even worked here. Um, and that was four years ago. And so we, we, wow. she got pregnant. She got pregnant within the first four or five months of us living down here. That's awesome. Wow. And you guys, and then you had, I mean, so how far, so you have two little boys now and they're not very far apart in age, right? Remind me. Yeah, no, three years old, just turned three, and uh, about to turn one. Oh my so they're about 26 yes. months apart. You were like the ultimate anchor dad, right? Well, you know, it's funny too, Evan, because when you worked here, when I first started here, I feel like you were like kind of the opposite of an anchor dad. Totally. Right? You were like <laughs> Does that, that offend you? I hope you, not. You, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it would. Like, you were just like that fun guy in the newsroom who's always like cracking jokes and like, you know, you were just that fun guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, And yeah. now you're like in a an Anchor market, dad. And you are like a legit anchor dad, like married to young kids, like getting it done, doing the anchor dad it's thing. It's so funny. It's so funny you say that because, A, yes, um, I definitely <laughs> like to have a good time. And so that I don't think is a secret for anybody that knows me. But um, but I always really wanted kids. And so it's just a matter of whether I was ready to settle down. And, you know, like guys are weird. Like when that switch turns, it's just yeah. like, okay, like got to get serious about life and so uh so yeah absolutely that that's definitely very fair and then in terms of being an anchor dad it's so funny you mentioned that because obviously i love you guys i you know we're, we're all friends and um and and i've listened to your podcast before and i kept thinking to myself like where are the you know, anchor dads? So many, well yes i mean <laughs> frankly yes because honestly they, i i just feel i look i have i have to tell you i think there's been a shift in American culture over okay. the past few decades. And I believe that men are taking a much bigger interest in the uh, development of mm -hmm. their children from an earlier age. Okay. And so, so, so you're and kind of like been bitterly listening, thinking these women here are thinking they're doing all the work. We're doing a lot too oh. as an anchor dad. Is that what you're saying? Oh, not at all. No, women always do more work. Almost <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Just lay that yeah. down. That's no, because women. Tracy's listening. Tracy's listening yeah, to yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, okay, good. <laughs> Good, good, good. You no, know, I definitely don't mean to imply that we are doing more work. Only that I think we're taking more, more, doing more on of our our own work. Yes, um, but obviously, mom's always going to be mom. No, no, no. So it, yeah. it's just, yeah. I just feel like I'll give you a good example, right? I have my, I have a couple of friends from high school that I'm still very close with. Um, very strong Christian guys. Got married very young, um, I, you know, and and so they got married like straight out of college. And a couple of them warned me when Tracy got pregnant and said, hey, 
just to be aware, I know that you, you know, are really into kids and you're excited about this, but you may not bond with your child right away. Oh. You know, yet like mm. at first yeah. it's kind of like it's hard. All they do is cry. They only want mom. You are basically worthless. So, you know, kind of just like be aware of that. And I and I totally took that on. And but honestly, the moment that my son will I mean, it's still the most emotional moment of my life, and I can never, it will never, ever be matched at the time when, when both of my children were born. But I, I took one look at that child and was deeply in love from that moment forward. Aww. And I think a big part of that is that I waited. I was, I was mm-hmm. 40 years old yeah. when my son was born, 39, you know? And so my friends were 22 and 24. And, <clears throat> and so I think kids were sort of getting in the way of them living their life, whereas... Right. I, you know, I traveled around the world. I had a, I had a whole wildlife, um, you know, before I decided to settle down. And so I think that really helped. And I think I'm not the only one. There's a trend among dads, I think, to just be more involved and more of a, a part of our kids' lives. Yeah, you're right. I think you're, I think you're definitely right. And just so you know, too, a little kudos to you, Evan. Oh. The only other males who have graced this podcast are our husbands. Yes. So oh, wow. I knew that. Yeah. I told I told you that that you were like our first official like we call anchor our dad. husbands anchor dads. Only but because they're married they're, to anchor Right. Moms. They're like the extension of us. Right. But you are like the first true anchor dad. So Well, I appreciate that. Maybe I'll use this to launch my own podcast. Do it. There you go. Do anchor it. dads. Yes. And we're well, happy you know, to be funny, guests. I bring, yeah. I I, well, I I joke but but honestly when I was when you guys asked me to come on the show, I was so honored. I'm super excited. But I started thinking about, like, there are a lot of questions that I have that I think are are really kind of, you know, obviously I, my, my wife is the primary source that I go to for all things my children. But there's, there's questions about interacting as a dad and as a man with your children. And there's just not a lot of resource out there mm-hmm. uh, to, to sort of feed that need. And yeah. so, you know, I, I'm joking about the anchor dads, but I really do think there's a there's something to be said for that. I think, mm-hmm. I think there, you know, I think guys might want someone to, to do something like that. So. Well, I think if there were ever a person who was going to do that, I think it would be you. And Evan don't forget Donovan. that we get some of that royalty when, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, when you your podcast takes off. You yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's get into this. <laughs> let's get to our questions. Are you ready? Yes. I'm okay. ready. Okay. Uh, Evan, if you weren't in TV news, what would you be doing instead? This is a really great question because I don't. I often joke that I still haven't figured out what I want to do with my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'll. I think being an attorney is probably high on the list. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, breaking news secret: I, I think I'm going to apply to law school this year. Actually. Oh uh, wow. Is, yeah. Uh, I just you know obviously bigger conversation, but you know our business is struggling a little bit. Nobody knows what it's going to look like moving forward, and I think there's a part of me that wants to be a little bit more future proof yeah. uh, in terms of the skill sets that I have and, and, and those types of things. So, so an attorney, I would love to be a stand-up comedian. I think that would be a great life <laughs> I and mean, it's hard life. Yeah. Um, that sounds like maybe hard even life. harder than TV news, which I, is saying. Yeah. Something. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I'd go so to law school. I think, I think things? law school. Yeah. Probably, yeah. That sounds more lucrative. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Probably more lucrative for sure. And then, also, I would love to work for myself. So maybe a, my own PR company or a political consulting company. That's def, definitely very much still on the table. So Wow. So you got lots of options. 
Well, there are lots of dreams. I don't know if they're <laughs> options. I love it. Okay, next question. What are you currently obsessed with? Mm. Beyond my children? Yeah. And your wife? Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Um, this is, this is going to be – well, I'm kind of always constantly obsessed with golf. So that's like that's just like mm-hmm. a, oh my god, and you live like in Florida, level. so it's like perfect, right? And and this is the time of the yes. year. I joked about how Florida only has two seasons: one that's hot as hell, and the other one is not so hot. We're in the not so hot one, okay. and it's fantastic. So, so like, I don't know what it's like up in Asheville right now, it's but cold, it cold. is sixty-five yeah. and yeah, it's sixty-five, sunny and breezy here today. So nice. Yeah. So golf. And I've actually just the, – the better answer, though, is I've recently just kind of become obsessed with disc golf. Oh, There's a ooh. great disc golf course near my house. Yeah, and I haven't played disc golf since I was, like, in college. Yeah. But my buddy mentioned that there was a good course near my house. It's from the city of Tampa, and it's really well-kept and maintained. And it's just kind of nice to get out get some exercise. You know, I haven't been going to the gym as much as I'd like, so it's good to kind of get out and just get some fresh air and – it runs right along the beach, which is gorgeous. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm currently obsessed with. Okay. What is the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in TV news? Whew. I feel like you have a lot of good stories for this one. I mean, I think it's pretty incredible that you went down there to interview and ended up on air before you accepted the job. Like, that might be your craziest thing. Just let me know. Yeah, that's, that's, actually, a good, that's actually a good story. So, so I, I got a phone call uh, nearing the end of my contract. Uh, from WFLA and the executive producer of the morning show called and said, Hey, we like you. We'd like to, you know, interview you for our, our weekend anchor position. You know, why don't you come on down? And it was October of 2017. And, you know, I, I looked at, I looked at my calendar and I, and I said to, uh, to my EP on the phone, who the woman who would become my EP, I said, Hey, you know, isn't there a hurricane on the way? Like <laughs> later this week? Yeah. And she was like, she was like, oh yeah, don't worry about that. We're gonna fly you in Thursday. The hurricane's not supposed to be here till Saturday, Sunday. You'll be out by Friday, no problem whatsoever. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. So you know, I fly that's down. Uh, I'm I'm doing like you know, meeting the team in the morning show. I do a little anchor read with the with the morning co-anchor, uh, and and then midway through the afternoon, after I get back from lunch with the morning team. They closed the airport. Oh, my and, gosh. And that's it. Yep, that's we're crazy. shutting it down two days ahead of the storm. And so, they, like, so what obviously the, what the people What did the EP work, say? Was she like, oh, just kidding. She, <laughs> looks, she looks at me, and she's like, she's like, okay, well, um, not a big deal. What we think we're going to do is maybe rent you a car, and then you could drive home. Or, you know, uh, and that was kind of like the extent of their ideas at that point. Right. And I called my agent and I just said, hey, you know, do you have any problem with me just giving them a free tryout here? Because, I, like, I got in this business to run into storms, not away from them. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, and he was like, yep, can only help you. Go for it. So I went back to them and said, hey, I don't want to rent a car and drive out of Florida with the whole rest of Florida. So I, I'm going to stay and I'd love for you to use me. I'll do whatever you want. I'll pack sandbags outside the door or I'll go out in the storm and report whatever you want, but I'm here and I'm ready and I'm staying. And I think that sent a great message about my work ethic and, you know, sort of my attitude. And so sure enough, by the by the Saturday afternoon, we had gone wall to wall coverage 24 seven. 
and uh, and they're they, like they sending that new guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 they can't they, do the bad stuff. I, yeah, I think they put me they put me on the air in the newsroom just doing reports about power outages yeah. because I, I think there right. was some liability of sending yeah, me out sure. into a storm, yeah. obviously. So, um, so yeah, that was one of the craziest things. Yeah. Well, we miss you, but we are proud of you. And, and it sounds like you've landed in just such a great spot for, for what you want to do. Absolutely. And I miss being there all the time and, uh, and love everyone up there and wish I could come back. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, you never know. I was just going to say, you there's a know. lot of people yeah. that leave and come back. So, you know, That's you true. never know what door's um, open. Well, I feel like we could chat all day about, um, all this stuff, but let's move on to the um, important news here of the podcast. Katie. Yeah. Okay. So, article number one. It's from the Atlantic. They they all have such good. If you don't read the Atlantic, uh, you should check them out because they have really good like family articles. Uh, this yeah. one is um, a tradition that just won't budge, and this is straight married couples in the U.S. still almost always give kids the father's last name, and the question is why. So this author says, in 2002, researchers found that about 97% of married couples passed down only the father's name to their first kid, and that has remained consistent. A 2017 paper studying adoptive heterosexual parents found that they give a patrilineal surname to their child 96% of the time. Um, Though few studies on the topic have been conducted, evidence suggests that in almost every American family with a mom and a dad, kids receive their dad's last name. And I think this author talks about it's interesting because as time has progressed, um, other sort of relics of that sort of idea of that like patriarchal um, he's he's calling it a relic have sort of gone by the wayside. It talks about how. Um, in 1975, only 3% of women kept their surname after marriage. Um, but now, decades later, about 20%, which is a, mm. a big change, um, of women keep their maiden name when they get married. So let me just say that this this article is sort of near and dear to my heart, and this is, annoys my husband, but... I did take his last name. Of course, on air, I used my maiden name. But I switched. My my middle name is now my maiden name. And honestly, it took me about three years into marriage to officially change it. Wow. And I was very on the fence about it. And even to this day, sometimes I don't love it. I wish I would have kept my maiden name. So there you go. So it's interesting. But, you know, when we named River, it was never a conversation that she wasn't going to get dad's name dad's last name well so evan as a guy like do you feel like we should be taking the guy's name or do you feel like no no like it it is weird and antiquated like let's let the women use their name sometimes this is a fascinating conversation Ah. and unlike unlike what i read in the article this is something that tracy and i discussed interesting oh do tell yes not just her name but also our children and so i will admit and I, I guess this kind of makes me a little bit sexist. Um, I, I really encouraged her to keep her name if she wanted to, because I thought you already have a brand. I mean, for God's sake, she was a morning anchor and her name is Tracy early. Like yeah, that doesn't, re- and that, that is a legit yeah. name. Like it just, so I, she had already built herself a reputation around that name and I didn't want her to lose that branding. 
and also just that identity, you know, because mm-hmm. it's already so much of what we do in this business. You know, people don't do what we do for the money. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, but but I'll, I think all of us feel a little bit of a calling towards journalism, you know, at least for myself. I, I feel like it's, you know, enshrined in the First Amendment. It's something really important to our country. And so I, I think it's really important to have good people in there doing it right. And so you, when you get out of the business, you already lose a sense of your identity. And I didn't want her to compound that by losing her name. And yeah. so I said, if you want to, you should keep your own name. And, you know, I, I don't mind that at all. I think, in, in fact, I think it's a great idea if that's what you want to do. But I say that I might be a little bit sexist because I did really feel like I wanted my children to have my name. And I guess mm-hmm. that's, you know, that that's sort of a, a relic, as you mentioned. It's sort of just how we've grown up. Um, I, I was very interested to read in that article how recent that trend is. I mean, really yeah. only since mm-hmm. the turn of the 18th century yeah. in the U.S. Um, but, you know, before that, it says that they people would be named based on what they did. Like, right. you know, right. you would you you were like you know, a smith right. or yeah, or a shoemaker. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I, I thought that was all very interesting. I so but but when it came to our kids conversation, luckily, she felt the same way I did. And she wanted them to have my name. And she legally took my name. But, you know, she's she's a, she's a TV news agent now. Right. Uh, she, you know, obviously she works in the business still and she's kept her name professionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that's been a happy medium for her. Um, and, and that's worked out really well for us. But, yeah, I also I also thought it was fascinating in that article that that women were actually disenfranchised from voting. Yeah. Yes. Didn't Not all that long ago, voting. obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. It's, re- it's really quite amazing when you look at all the ways in which voters of all shapes and sizes, with the exception of white males, have been disenfranchised mm-hmm. in our country over the course of our, of our country's history for various different reasons. So that was fascinating to me. I had no idea that that and was the case. Also, it goes through what, what they do in other countries, which is interesting. Like I know, you know, in some countries they pass down the women's name instead of the man's name. Right. Like it's just interesting to, to yeah. look at how... Um, it's done differently across the world. You know, the other thing, so for a while, when I would make, like, doctor's appointments, um, like, when you get a, a sh- when I get an Amazon shipment, um, it has Katie, Killen, and then my married names, like, so, and not hyphenated, right. just just mm. all of it. But do you know how complicated it is in this country? Like, I, I kind of dropped yeah. using it because I would go to the dentist and they would be like, have such a hard time looking it up. Mm-hmm. I would go to the, make an eye doctor appointment and they would have such a hard time looking it up. So I, I also, and this article talks about how yes. they don't make it easy to hyphenate or to have, like if you want to use those right. double names, that they don't. Um, it's a headache. Yeah, that they don't mm-hmm. make it easy, which I think is like, is kind of unfortunate and also feels like something, just another sort of hit, you know, just another way they make mm-hmm. modern day life easier for men than they do yeah. <laughs> for women. Yeah. Than they do women. Uh, but, yeah. you know, it's interesting. Again, it's not a conversation that I ever thought to have about mm-hmm. what River's last name should be. We did talk about making her middle name um, Killen, but, but more so if she was going to be a boy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And we actually ended up giving her a, a family name for her middle name anyway, so it all worked out. But, yeah, well, just I have to say, and Katie knows this. Evan, you probably don't. But I really, we really struggle with kids' names. And, um, you know, pregnant with our fourth, we don't know what to name this child. 
Um, I, it's so hard for me to That's think what of I was going to say. It's because you're having too many. That's yeah, <laughs> probably true, yeah. Probably should be done after this. Um, no, but I, um, I, it's so hard for me to come up with a first name. I can't even imagine. You're like, like you can't have then, a debate about the last yeah, name. Yeah, like, we can't even go there. Like, let's, yeah. just, let's just pick a first right. and middle name because, like, even the thought of, like, trying to decide which last name to use as well just seems, like, completely overwhelming. Yeah. Like, I need one that's, like, already decided for me. I can't make another choice. But you seem so much, I'll just tell you, like, sometimes I even, and, and a lot of it is because, like I said, when I'm in this business and I like I say, good morning, I'm Katie Killen, five days a week. So mm-hmm. people will, like, ask me what my last name is and I have to, like, pause and think about it. But I feel – do you feel – okay. Because yeah. I feel like you're better. I'll even say – I mean, obviously, your married name is not Zachalak. Right. And I'll even say, like, Brian and I will be like, do you want to go over to, like, the Zachalaks right, this right. afternoon? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, no, it's not yeah, the yeah, Zachalaks, yeah. you know? Like, I forget no, sometimes. I, yeah, I do. Like, I, I definitely have those moments, too, where you're like, wait, is this professional or yeah. is this personal? Like, yeah. What, which which yeah. name am I using here? Like, where are we going? So, Karen, Zachalak is maiden name or married name? No, maiden. Yeah. yeah. See? See? Mm-hmm. Evan didn't even know that. Yeah. You're always mm-hmm. going to be. And it's funny because my married name is much easier. How, is. Could you, how could you get any harder than Zachalak? Um, yeah. And I've had news directors be like, do you want to just drop the Zachalak? No. Like, no, you know, because you've been Zachalak forever. I've been Zachalak for, you know, I've been in this business 15 years now. And as you mentioned with your wife, like, it does become a part of your identity, a part of your branding, just a part of who you are. Um, and when you've worked so hard in this industry, like you don't want to just like drop it and switch, you know? Well, and I also will say, I, it's interesting that neither of us are revealing our married names right mm-hmm. now. I, in, in this business, it does afford you a little bit of privacy Anonymity, having, yes. Right. yes, having a, you know, using your maiden name and not your married name, even though like all you'd have to do is like look on Instagram or Facebook yeah, and, and be, like fi- be figure pretty out easy my to life. figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even know why I'm, you know, acting like it's some big secret, but um, okay, well, you know, but it's still good that you do that because I mean that that is that is kind of a nice thing. I mean, I know yeah. a lot of women get harassed a lot in this business, so yeah. uh, so any privacy you can have is great. I I love that you actually thought about this, Evan, when you were naming your kids. I think it's cool. Well, you know, I I, I have to be honest. Like, first of all, I uh, I'm kind of like a very empathetic person. Like, I feel like. Uh, you know, experiential learning is how I do things. So, like, I just kind of have to put myself through the paces to figure things out. And it's really funny when you ask guys, you know, if you ask a guy about whether or not a kid should have their name, it really sort of, like, most of them will have a physical reaction, you know? Mm. And I think that's a great way of understanding what patriarchy means and 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 how these things have existed for a long time because the thought of not doing it that way clearly makes a lot of men uncomfortable it made me uncomfortable and that was important to me to go through that and think about that and go wow you know what what if what if what if instead of women always changing their name we lived in a culture where men always changed their name Mm. how wild and difficult that would be how much of your identity you would lose so I think when you put yourself through that, mm-hmm. it really flips your understanding on its head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, interesting choice. Let us know if baby number four has um, your maiden name. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems <laughs> unlikely. Yeah. Seems unlikely, so. but, you know, you never know. Mama, mama. Mom's the word. So um, I don't know, Evan, you might appreciate this because you have to get up at, like, the crack of dawn a couple of days a week like I do. Um, I, my mom's is, is they, these, they're these eye drops and they're called Lumify. Have y'all ever heard of them? No. 
They've only been around for a couple of years. They come in a purple bottle. Recommended by my eye doctor, although, of course, you know, full full disclaimer, you should consult your your physician or your eye doctor before you try them yourself. Full disclosure, Katie's not a doctor. Yes. Um, So they're called Lumify, and they're for red eyes. Um, Mm. And I got to tell you, they have been a game changer for me. I get them on Amazon. They're 20 bucks a pop. I use them twice a day, once in the morning. Um, when I get up and then if I'm doing like a noon show, I use them again. My eye, you know, just the, the hours, um, I consistently have very red eyes and I will tell you they are, they work better than anything else out there that I have found. Now, let me tell you, the only thing is if you wear contacts, you cannot put these drops in while you're wearing contacts. You got to wait 10 minutes. Put them in, 10 minutes, then okay. put your contacts in. That's been the only thing that's been... Uh, I feel like, Evan, you could use these maybe, huh? Lumify. Lumify. Yeah, I definitely could. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, one more article for the day. Uh, this is from Fatherly. Uh, the seven ways to avoid raising an entitled little brat. Oh. Um, which we all... Nobody wants to raise a brat, right? So they, they have these different things. Uh, I'll just run through them real quick. Teach them the art of self-soothing. Don't reward tantrums, model polite behavior, offer choices, teach empathy, don't be a jerk. That's my favorite one, by yeah. the way. It's like, yeah. you, if you're a jerk, your kids your will kids be, a be a jerk. Yeah. But if you're not a jerk, your kids will probably Might, not be yeah. a jerk. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one, stop trying to solve their problems. I love these. I think some of these are obvious, but sometimes, you know, you just have to, like, repeat them and, like, remind yourself of these things when raising kids. Um, I, I also love don't be a jerk. Um but I think, too, you know, the the thing that I think I notice most that I try not to do, stop solving their problems, I think it's so easy, right, when they're tiny and you just want to, like, fix everything and be there for them and make everything better. But you can't. You can't. Or else they're just going to grow up thinking that mom's going to come swoop in and solve all their problems, right? Yeah. This is a hard – like, River's big thing now is, like, she never wants to – like, if she loses Puppy, which is her, like, you know, lovey, lovey mm-hmm. she's like, um, mommy, like, go find go find Puppy. Like, mm. I'm like, you go find Puppy. And you, she goes, you're the one who you lost go him. find him. No, you go find him. No, you go find him. <laughs> Pretty yeah. soon I'm like, I'm arguing with, like, a three-year-old for four minutes about who's going to go find Puppy. Like, girl, he's your lovey. Like, you need mm-hmm. to – like, you lost him. You need to go find him. Yeah, yeah. Even though it would take me, you know, less time to just go find him mm-hmm. than it would to just have the mm-hmm. argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Evan? Did any of these speak to you? I can't, I'm so glad you guys sent me this article because I immediately bookmarked it and put it like on the top of my bookmark bar <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm being totally honest with you. This is something that my wife and I talk about all the time. I'm deathly afraid of raising a little mm. jackass. Yeah. And I honestly, I, I think about it a lot because it, it, look, you can't be in total control of how your kid turns out, but you have an enormous influence, certainly bigger than anybody else in the world. And so it's it's honestly one of my biggest fears, and I, I think about it and talk about it a lot with my wife because here's the reality, and this is something we also don't say enough to each other. Kids can be real jerks, yeah. you know, and so yes. so you don't and, – and part of it is when you're watching that happen, you're like, man, my kid is being a total jerk right now. And so you, you kind of think to yourself, I really hope he doesn't act like this all the time or around other people when I'm not here. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that that's what really – grabbed me about this article and i'm so glad we're talking about it one of the things that we've been working on recently is giving our son choices 
but being very clear and careful about what those choices are. So first of all, don't give them too many choices, right? right? right. Like we tend to, like you don't go to the ice cream shop and go, what do you want for ice cream, right? You say, hey, would you like vanilla or chocolate? Yeah. So empowering them to make a choice gives them the feeling that they're in control when you're giving them a very narrow field of options mm-hmm. that fits within your goals as a parent. Right, but so, they don't see you know, that quite, yeah. Exactly. And so Tracy was saying to, to my son, Valen, the other day, like, oh, um, you know, do you want do you want to get dressed or do you want mommy to help you get dressed? Right. Like we're getting dressed. We got to go to school. It's mm-hmm. time right yeah. now. But how do you want that to happen? So it's sort of like, you know, giving giving him a little bit of power and control within the structure that we need to operate to be successful. Yeah, no, I mean, and I think you're right because we do the same with River, um, especially things that we know she's bulking at. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, it it frequently, not always, helps avoid a meltdown, a like a, a standoff of choices. Sometimes I'll even, you know, River wears pull-ups at night and I'll say, which pull-up do you want to wear? And they're the same. She just doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. But just the mm-hmm. fact, the right. act that right. she can choose – she can choose right. which one she's going to wear, even though they're the same pull-up, is is huge. So yeah. to, to, to go a step farther, we do the same thing with Bennett, and it's we only have one kind of pull-up. Yeah, but she in her head thinks, right? No, no, I want the one with seashells. Right, but they I've both looked, have seashells. I've looked at that yeah. pull-up. There's no seashells right. on any. Oh yeah, no, no, no. But she's like, no, no, I want this one with the seashells. I'm like, okay, okay. like you made that up in your head, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. If in your mind, that was a choice that you got to make, and you picked the one you wanted. Good on. On you girl right. like let's put that pull up on right. and go to bed right yeah Choices. i think that's clutch i don't know um i it's just some good some good reminders right to to just and as you said evan like our, isn't it like our biggest fear as parents but like you raise that kid that's like the, the jerk or, be the, the worst. Or, or the bully or like the one that yeah. you're like oh gosh that's my kid so anything we can do to try and avoid that would be great. Yeah. I love the, t- you know, you were so right to bring up stop trying to solve their problems. That's one I really need to work on. Like, don't be a jerk and um, and model polite behavior. That's something we really try to do. And, uh, yeah. But also, also, one of the things that we've been focusing on recently is about empathy. I mean, I don't know that we really classified it that way or thought of it that way, but we have been sort of teaching him empathy. And that's just, you know, ways to label his feelings. You know, when, mm-hmm. when he's frustrated, you know, when he gets really frustrated about something, my wife's really good about saying, you know, I, I see that you feel frustrated right now. I understand that, you know, here's some ways that we can work through it or here's here's what you can do. Um, and I think that's really good. Plus, but but, but there is a flip side. <laughs> like the other day, my three year old told my wife, he, um, he walked up to her and said, Mommy. It really hurt my feelings when you turned off Paw Patrol. <laughs> well, he was being honest. <laughs> He's named yeah. his feeling. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, okay, turning it back on us. Right. Now. But, yeah. You know, right. But, and you know, but she took it. She took it really well. And was like, oh, I understand. But you know, we had to go to school. It's something we have to do. And you know, so. Right. Right. But it is just very funny once you start teaching them things. They yeah. They're like, them. let me use my tools and see if it works. Yeah. But you know, right? Like when you think about it as an adult, like I want somebody to be like. And why are you feeling this way, Karen? You do. You want somebody like, to be like yeah, that? Like, well, yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, once you start, like, digging into this stuff, you're like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, wouldn't it be nice if somebody was like, and why are you feeling Karen, stressed Karen, I see that today? you're frustrated. Is yeah, it because yeah. you're nine months pregnant? Yeah. Like, like that what, kind of thing? What yeah. is going on here? You know, like, yeah. everybody wants to, somebody to be yeah. like, and why are 
you feeling that yeah. way? Let's talk through this. How can this. we work through it? Yeah, so it makes sense that like a little, you know, three or five-year-old would feel comforted by yeah. that. Yeah, right? maybe we should like agree to treat our friend, like our our interpersonal like relationships yeah, like, the same way. Yeah, just use these same seven yeah. tactics like yeah. in everything in life. Yeah, in yeah. All I'm going to bookmark it too, that Evan. Such, yeah. that, that is brilliant, actually, because if you think about it, like half the time when you're arguing, like for example, with your spouse, right? If somebody just calmed the temperature and went, "Hey, I can tell you're really frustrated. Yes. Something happened at work today that maybe brought you to this yeah, point." Yeah, yeah. Is now, it the fact like, that I haven't done the dishes in a week? Is that was that it? Was, yeah. Did that do it? Yeah. Okay. And you laugh like because it would be so odd for somebody to bring right. down the temperature like that in an adult conversation. Right. But mm-hmm. to your point. How helpful would it be? It would oh be my gosh. Really super helpful. So use this article not just with your children. Maybe with your spouse. Maybe maybe <laughs> if we get out of this business, guys, we should start a marriage counseling uh, <laughs> business. I don't, I don't know. Some therapist. I don't, I don't know. Uh, okay. Maybe All right. We got it in All us. right. We'll uh, see. Yeah. Okay. Win of the week. All right, Evan, you've got a win for us. Tell us about it. Uh, so my win for for the show this week is. Uh, uh, is Enchant Christmas. Um, okay. It was this, uh, it, or it happened at Enchant Christmas. It's this holiday light display uh-huh. uh, that there, there's there's like a couple of them spread out throughout the country. I think the closest one to you guys is in D.C., so it's not that close. Um, but I I had a moment where um, I just was sort of sort of proud of myself for, for taking a leap with my son. Um, and so I just that was my, my big win. We we went to this holiday light display. It was gorgeous. Just the two it of basically, you? No, my 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 wife and my other okay. son went as well. Okay. Uh, okay. And we, we actually met up with her best friend from high school who happens to live down in Sarasota. Uh-huh. And so we went to this thing and you walk in and it was like overwhelming. There's like five million lights mm-hmm. set up in the inside of the Tropicana Field where the where the Rays plays uh play major league baseball. And it was absolutely gorgeous inside. But my son is there for five minutes, and they had the, this, this raised-up platform with disco lights, and where you stepped on the different squares, they would change mm, lights. Mm-hmm. And so the kids were all running around it, of course. And, and, so, uh, and so we're there for five minutes. I'm holding my one-year-old son. Um, all of a sudden, behind me, I hear some kid just eat it, like <gasps> just boom. Like Ooh. on the ground, and then I hear the couple next to me, who's sort of behind me, go ooh, and so I'm like, oh no, some kid ate it. So I turn around, and it's my kid. <laughs> oh no! So he had a busted lip, and he's bleeding everywhere. I pick him up, I'm holding him, trying to calm him down. He's bleeding all over my shirt, like we literally had just gotten there. <laughs> um, but you know, I. I, I had this moment with him where I was sort of consoling him. And, and you know, I, I think it was a win for me because normally he wants mommy in that moment. Uh. And I, I think, you know, I think I, I had just been sort of like trying to check in with him, you know, in recent weeks on his feelings and just how he was doing and, you know, just trying to be more engaged with him. And in that moment, he chose for me to console him. Oh, so and, sweet. It's, you know, I, I know that's going to sound like not a big win, you know, uh, for two women who are probably overwhelmed with, with their children wanting them all the time. But for a dad, it was a big deal, you know, because yeah. mom always fixes everything. I mean, shoot, my mom always fixes everything. Yeah. You know, like when I'm, when I'm really upset, sometimes I call mom and say, Hey, I can't figure this thing out. 
but it was really nice in that moment to just be the one that he wanted. Aww. I totally get that. And good good for you. And I'm sure your son appreciated yeah, so that was, it, too. That was my little win for the week. I love it. Sounds Aww, like a big win. Good Sounds win. like a big win. Well, Evan, thank you so much for coming on. We could talk for hours with you. I but. know. this was <laughs> yeah. It was so lovely to hear your voice. And um, so don't be a stranger. Come visit us in Western North Carolina. And, you know, when you get tired oh, yeah. of that job um, in Tampa, just come back to... Asheville. Yeah, we could have an Anchor Dads and an Anchor Moms podcast. Exactly. Run out of this, it, it, run would out be, of this it would be an honor. Um, thank you so much for having me on, ladies. It was so much fun. I really love what you guys are doing here. And if I ever do launch something Anchor Dads, you will be my first guest. <laughs> All right. We're waiting for it. Okay. Perfect. Thanks, Evan. Thanks, Evan. Bye-bye. All right. And thanks to Evan um, for coming on the Anchor Moms podcast. It is always fun to catch up with him um if you are interested we will tag him in our social media you can check his uh, instagram and facebook page out and uh, hey you should rate review and subscribe to the anchor moms podcast so that your friends can find us as well have a great week bye guys Thanks for listening.